As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, hello. You're listening to Informed Consent, the only podcast on the internet that speaks directly to those mental health professionals that are in the trenches. Whether you're a social worker, a counselor, or a clinician with another mental health degree, this show is for you. I'm Gabriel, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Heather. Hello. Welcome back. We are uh, jumping ahead a little bit and doing our bibliotherapy early. Or late, or depending late. upon how you're looking at That's it. That's true. But we thought uh, to round out our sort of depressing series on the book. Well, you know, and truly, well, what we were talking about was a heavy subject matter. Um, So just to preface this episode, we are not by any means being disrespectful to parents who've experienced a loss or who experienced postpartum, but we are really going to poke fun at parenting now with our... I think so. With this episode. So uh, we So this is not... About postpartum at all? <laughs> no, no, it's more Just about say. parenthood and motherhood. I would say yes. Um, but we had the bright idea to sort of sit down and binge all of the stand-up specials that have been mm-hmm. coming out lately about or just around motherhood. Because there's, we found at least five in the yeah. very quick search that we did. Um, Ali Wong has come out with two specials, mm-hmm. and uh, there. Hysterical. They're, they're, I found them really funny, but my wife definitely found them. Oh, yes. Hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Christina Pajitsky has a, a, uh, a stand up special called Mother Inferior mm-hmm. that's pretty raunchy. Um, yeah, I didn't get to see that one. But yeah, uh, I'm sure. It's a, sort of up my alley. And then you said Amy Schumer. Amy has, Schumer has one, yes, while she was yet. pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do we else? Oh, Amazon Prime came out with uh, a stand-up uh, from the YouTube channel Mom So Hard. Mm-hmm. And we watched that a couple weeks ago. Yes. That was really fun. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. But anything, like I've followed them on YouTube for oh, a long time. Right? And I don't follow anybody oh, on wow. YouTube. But <laughs> absolutely, yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah, we hadn't seen anything that they did. Uh, and I was like, oh, Carly, you'll probably you know, we'll get a kick out of this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, my friends and I send each other their Please. videos <laughs> okay. all the time. <laughs> yeah, so good, some good quality uh, stuff. Um, oh yeah, and um, my wife turned me on to Christina Brzezinski's, um Where My Mom's At podcast. It's just okay. all about motherhood, but she's a comic, so it's pretty hilarious mm-hmm. as well. Um, so we wanted to chat a little bit about those stand-ups, and we want to encourage you guys to watch them if you need a little breather after yes, this series. Yes, after this. <laughs> so which ones did you watch 
uh, in particular because we didn't watch. We both we didn't did not watch the same ones. I watched Amy Schumer's. I've watched Ellie Wong's, but it's been a while, and mm-hmm. I meant to rewatch it, but just which you know, one, the first or second? Remember? The first. Okay, that was um, And then I'm Mom So Hard, and then mm-hmm. of course. Because I couldn't help myself, I rewatched all of Working Moms, which is not oh, stand up, yeah. but it is yeah. fucking hilarious. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, Carly has been watching it. Um, yeah, and it, it looks pretty funny. Yeah, there's three seasons now. The uh-huh. first is absolutely by far probably the best, but really? now it's like my soap opera, so I have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So, what did you think about Amy Schumer's? That was one that I did not watch. I, you know, I feel like with them all, it's just so real. Like, mm. like it's a. This is what it's really like. The things we never talk about as parents, right. especially as mothers. Right. Um, the things we're afraid to say for judgment purposes. Uh-huh. You know, I, I I frequently remember the days when I used to talk about like someone at work who complained about their kids or who would say, I go to work to get away from my kids. Like, I passed all this judgment sure. before. Uh-huh. I Just to go ahead and admit it, I thought I knew everything about parenting <laughs> before I was a parent. I was like right. a perfect parent. I remember saying to a friend of mine who was a, um, an assistant principal while I was pregnant with my first, and I was like, you know what? I'm a child therapist. I'll do fine as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Like, no, you can't judge my counseling on my parenting or my parenting on my counseling. Yes. Um, and things. so I feel like any time any of these talk about, like, what this is really like, mm-hmm. it validates the experience sure. we have. Because so much of the time, especially as moms, we feel like bad moms constantly. We carry so much guilt with us. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think parents in general do, but for moms to be able to say this stuff out mm-hmm. loud... I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, like I said, I found all of the ones that I watched funny, but they didn't resonate with me as much as um, they did with Carly when mm-hmm. we watched them, which I think, to your point, is is the grander point, yeah. is that it's not a, obviously not about the, the fathers. We're not doing it nearly as much as the mothers are doing. But um, also, for, for me, as the dad, it's like, oh, that happens? Like, yes, like, all these subjects are quote-unquote taboo, we just don't talk about them, but it's like, I didn't know that that was an issue. Until, like, they, I can't think of an example, but there have been times where I'm like, oh, that's a problem? Like, I didn't know that was a problem. And so you brought it up and made it hilarious. Yes. Um, and you're like, oh, right. shit. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that in and of itself yeah. is a problem. That mm-hmm. we're not even talking about it, and it takes us, you know, to 2019 to have uh, a, a female comic mother mm-hmm. say these things yes um, so we're not gonna get on my soapbox <laughs> getting off I almost I almost was on it um, so I think in that respect it's really refreshing especially from a male perspective of like there are things that nobody talks about because we're not supposed to or because yeah. they're gross or whatever and it's like no these are things that literally half of the world's population could go through so we need to be talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and we talk about, like, the perfect... Like, I always... I, I'm real I'm real in my in my parenting work with, uh-huh. with parents in, in session. Like, like, Facebook pictures aside, 
that's all BS. Like, someone uh-huh. needs to do a vlog. There probably is someone out there that's just, like, the real story behind the picture. Sure. Sure. <laughs> My sister will frequently send us this Pinterest-worthy picture and then send us all the other ones behind it, and it's uh-huh. hilarious uh-huh. to see what, how she got to it. Because it's not real. Because <laughs> it's not. It's not real. Well, it is, but it's like, but the story behind it's so much better, and that's right. the reality of it. That's right. the hilarious part. Um, and, you know, for Amy Schumer... She was pregnant during this yeah. um, stand-up and, like, you know, pulls up her dress <laughs> and says, I had to put two Band-Aids on just to get my navel to stay down. <laughs> like, you know, like, I mean, it really is. Like, this is really what's happening with my body. Instead of, like, cupping the bump, like, oh, how right, cute right, it right, is right. in picture. She's like, that's <laughs> that's not real. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm probably going to still have this bump afterwards, right. you right, know. Right, right. And so just to be real about it. Uh-huh. Um, and shedding light cool. on it. Yes. Yeah, I think that's good. Like you said, very validating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ali Wong, her first stand-up, Baby Cobra, was, uh, she was like eight months pregnant mm-hmm. when she recorded that. Um, so she was really pregnant, really hilarious, and the stakes are high because, you know, my I think, I think Carly was pregnant when we watched that the first time, and it was just like, that's brave. <laughs> so like, <laughs> put that on the line, and like, yeah. right, eight months, like, my water could break right here right now. It's all good. Um, so doing that and embracing that, I think, was validating for, for Carly especially. Um, but then she did it again in her next special. I think it was like a, a year and a half, maybe two years later. Um, and she was pregnant again doing, doing her special. Yeah. She was... Uh, she said that this was hopefully the last time that she didn't want to make it a, like <laughs> that wasn't her shtick because <laughs> uh, that's really, really close in. together right, right, right. <laughs> um, so that will probably be the last stand up that she'll be pregnant for maybe um, but um, yeah she hopes I think um, so I, three I think you're pushing <laughs> like you're pushing your luck <laughs> yeah, yeah now you just are a, co- a pregnant stand up right, 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 right. <laughs> um, and so um, but yeah it was just Hilarious and eye-opening from her her reflecting even on, on in in Ali Wong's second stand-up she reflects on the first one and was like I kind of knew what was going on but like no no really. I was clueless <laughs> right, clueless like, yes right. and then sharing all the funny stories about being that first uh, like the, a first-time parent oh and yeah then like well here are all my mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and magnified, yeah, yes. magnified, and that it's okay. Yeah, like baby turned out fine. Yeah, none it's of okay. us know what we're doing, right? And it's when we admit that we really, truly have no clue, right? We're just winging this, yeah, the best we can. And I mean, we're we're educating ourselves, and sure. and we're asking other parents, but truly, like. It doesn't matter how many kids you have. You really don't always know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Every child's different. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, and I think that's even not even from child to child, but outside of the family, like your friends' kids, but like even your own kids. Yeah. Child to child is very different. Carl and I routinely say that if we have a second, it's probably going to be the worst child ever <laughs> because Calvin is so, so... So you talk about like social media, like, mm-hmm. uh, like it's not always like that. Calvin is like that all the time. Like the pictures that you see of Calvin on Instagram and Facebook, I tell you, it's yeah, all he's the just time. happy. He's just happy, <laughs> and it's like, man, if we have a second, it's gonna be like a demon. Yeah, just <laughs> angry at everything, hates everyone. And he's gonna be, a, he or she will be like a teenager from birth, just like I hate everybody. Well, but you know, you never know what like 
I had a baby who slept really well. My second one slept super well. Mm. But that was a real, like, double-edged sword because she would sleep amazing during the day. I mean, really, we propped her up on a little portable swing and we played at the pool all day while I was on maternity leave. But if we weren't home at before 6 o'clock to have her in her bed at 6 to sleep through the night... Uh-huh. Like, our life was a living hell. Oh, really? So we were, like, tied to... One of us was tied to the house mm. after five every day mm-hmm. for, like, a year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not always hard, perfect. Another, yeah. Yes. Who was very right active. Now, who like, never yeah. slept. Right. Never slept. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, that may be uh, uh, hard for us later. Because mm-hmm. that's how we are as well with confidence. Like, it's, uh, you know, someone, like... Um, like Carly's friends or family will say hey let's like do you want to go do something and it's like hey, it's 5.30 man no yeah I'm not leaving the house no I would go out with with friends um, and to dinner parties and Sam would be my dinner date because mm-hmm. my husband was at home with the baby yeah 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 um, so all that to say kids are super different from kid to kid and staying on this this um, uh not podcast, stand-up um, mm-hmm. talk. Um, one of the last ones was Christina Pushinsky's stand-up, Mother Inferior, which I thought it was hilarious. Carly didn't particularly care for it because it's really dirty. <laughs> uh, but it's it was But that hilarious. speaks to a lot but of people. But it speaks yes. to a lot of people, and I think that's probably the grander point is that not enough um, people are getting validation and not enough people are being heard or, or being able to have a voice. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the more the merrier all you know it takes all types um so yeah back in back in my early pregnancy days way back when Uh um jenny mccarthy was the one who was who was speaking about (laughs) (laughs) about what it was like to be pregnant and you know like no one was talking about like you know the wake of flatulence that you (laughs) left in the in the grocery store any of the other stuff Uh that um that came along Uh with it but, yeah. you know, it was like, yes, thank you. Someone's talking about this yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, what other did we miss? Oh, tell me more um, about Working Moms because I haven't watched it, but it's, I think it's up for a bunch of awards as well. Oh, my gosh. Well, just in the first season, they address so much. They address, like, multiple chi- like multiple children, postpartum depression, mm-hmm. Um returning to work and what that's like or not returning to work um having a partner switch roles and stay home that was previously working uh-huh. you know they just address so many different things and they addressed it when it when it needed to be serious it was serious but the rest of the time it was absolutely freaking hilarious mm-hmm. because it's what you really experience as a mom right like in the very first episode the very first scene they're comparing their breasts uh-huh. um, and i was like i'm not sure what i'm watching but this is freaking <laughs> hilarious <laughs> um but it's centered around this um mom's group okay um, and basically I think it's supposed to be meant for the babies to play with each other. Oh, like it's like group. a feed into, but they're all infants. It's like a feed into um, this day school that all the parents want to get their kids uh, into, basically. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, 
so there's like and there's so many different moms it's such a big mix mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and it really runs the gamut gotcha. um, but it does kind of turn into their support group and then the second season a dad is added in oh, cool. um, because a mom returned to work and so oh, okay. um and it also just is like what if i really don't do this mom thing real well and yeah. i just want to go back to work and like be be like that kind of normal yeah um, and my friends at work are like, why don't we go out and party anymore? Sure. And so what that looks like. Eight, man. Yeah. Yeah. Party and fun. wanting to live that life again. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Your point about um, stay-at-home dads, one of the things that Carly has found, um, and I haven't even jumped into it, so it, that's not something that I want to do, um, but trying to get into like a group of moms. And I think she tried to join a Facebook group and... Um, was rejected because it was like no this is only for stay at home moms and you're not a stay at home mom so you can't come into our like private Facebook group and Ew. She, was like, she was like what the hell is going on and I was like I don't, don't want to be part of your group I was anyway like, can I join as a stay at home dad <laughs> like uh, and I'm not that uh, I'm not at home with them all the time um, but for the vast majority of the week I am and um, early on you were and, yeah. yeah that's true yeah before I had uh, the new part time thing that I'm helping out with um, but. Even to that point, it's like, yeah, I, I bet I, I wouldn't be allowed or not into a lot of things. I, like, I was wanting to get out. Of, of, not that we don't get out of the house, but, like, wanting to get out with other people. I don't want to socialize with your kid. <laughs> really kid's like... just as gross as my kid. Like, no, oh, like, I don't really want to be around other kids. No. Um, <laughs> well, and I think about, I have, like, mom friends, and they're, like, all walks of life. And so, for my stay-at-home mom friends, I see them, like... In the summer more, sure. because I have Fridays off and my kids are off, and so we get to do that more, um, because our schedules are different. Mm-hmm. But you can't place judgment based on like we're just stay at home moms, so we don't want we don't want to know about your work life. Right. Like unless you have a varied group, then you don't really have you can't really learn from each other. Right. You're all doing the same shit. Yeah. Every day. Um, yeah. So I think that's really frustrating. But that's all to our listeners. That's something that may be helpful when you're working with a mom mm-hmm. to be aware of that, that they may be reaching out to support groups and, and being and for I know for me when I when I have clients and I tell them to go to, for support groups or go to meetups or something like that and there's no like there's nobody that looks like them right you know as far as what their life looks like right yeah and it, sometimes it can be hard but by and large whatever group that I'm ref, uh, referring to um, works out okay. But in this particular instance, it would seem that that's not the case for moms well, always. And when it comes with parenting, and I, I can just speak to moms, and I think probably more moms than dads have this experience, mm-hmm. there's so much judgment, yeah, and we have yeah, our own yeah. guilt anyway. Women are really freaking nasty to each other. Mom shame, man. Yeah. And we, and we carry enough of the guilt with us anyway. That, that's why. <laughs> yeah. I mean, truly, that we're trying to do it all. And... You know, I've talked to some women recently, and, and this is my soapbox, is that we're still, like, not very many generations away from women starting the workforce. Right. And so how do we nav- – do we have to do it all? Yeah. No. But I'm going to – I don't know if my brother-in-law listens, but I'm going to, like, do this little story about what uh, the joke he made. Um, we were camping, and my husband was making the pancakes because my husband's the cook. I don't cook. I never yeah, have. and. Okay. He was making. He tried Only to make Mickey like Mouse food. That's all. Just my, my husband says it's a necessity too, but he's he was raised by an Italian mother. Like, I mean, he knows how to cook. But he was make trying to make Mickey Mouse pancakes for my nephew, who's five, 
And I said something about, like, it's okay, the daddy's on it. You know, the daddy in my household cooks, and he's a good cook. Mm-hmm. And my brother-in-law leans over, and he was joking, but he goes, that mommy doesn't cook. She's broken. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, this mommy works outside of the home full time. <laughs> it's funny that you, you bring that up as a joke, because when Carly uh, first went back to work, a lot of moms, and, and this is something that Carly and I had to process uh, together for a while, was... Oh, you're back at work. Where's the baby? Oh, he's with my husband. And um, Carly's not as brash, nor is she as um, uh, what's a nice. Well, it's about me, so it doesn't need to be that nice. But just sort of like, fuck you. If you don't like what I'm doing, yeah. you get out of the way. Um, that's how I am. She's not like that, and so she would come home and be like. Every literally every woman that I work with that's not my immediate friend and who's over 40 years old is like what do you mean your husband's at home with your son why why aren't you yeah. why you are know? you back at well, work I'm, and he's at because home because I'm here and you knew yeah. that I wasn't going to be a stay at home mom we had that conversation that was like, like I came back to work plan, yeah uh, of what was going to happen and they were like oh and she's like so I feel like they're judging me for you staying at home at work and I'm like first of all they may be just jealous because they didn't get that opportunity mm-hmm. and because they didn't uh, they they weren't lucky and fortunate enough to have a something in place that allowed one of the parents to stay at home so that may be coming from a place of or they may have really wanted to stay home yeah. and they can't understand why you would go to work when yeah, when, when, you, they when there's out. an option for one of you to stay home right yeah <clears throat> right and so we had to process that so being aware of those even among friends those toxic yeah um, and can't we just be happy for each other right like i mean really yeah can't, and and work through our own stuff and right. have our own awareness so we don't project it yeah i think that's the important part yeah. that's healthy it's healthy to feel like oh, i wish i would have had that but this is what I, like this is the way we set up our life like i always tell women like wearing another one and i've got this from an article somewhere so this is not my own i don't know where it came from i always say like taking another woman's parenting advice is like wearing her skinny jeans it just doesn't fit right right right. like and so don't do it yeah yeah i think the only time that it came up when someone was like oh you're 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 staying at home with him it's like yeah and they're like well um how did you guys come to that decision it was like it was something that i always wanted to do I hate working for someone else. Mm-hmm. I want to be my own boss. So for the three or four years that my wife and I were together, and before Calvin came along, I worked like that my was ass your plan. Off. You set it up so I that you could my do that. Ass yeah. off so that I didn't have to have a boss and I could do whatever the fuck I wanted to do whenever I wanted to do it. And now he takes awesome four-hour naps, and I watch Netflix all day. <laughs> But it's for preparation for this podcast. <laughs> but always. Uh, full disclosure, when uh, Carly was, I always tell the story because I always tell like uh, one of my gym members is is um, pregnant and she's uh, I think she's got a couple months. But I was like, have you picked out your Netflix shows? She's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, yo, like there's gonna be a good chunk of time <laughs> where that baby's not gonna be yep. put down. Uh-huh. She's like, what do you mean? And I was like, when Carly went back to work. That first week, Calvin would not let me put him down. Mm-hmm. So I held him from the time that Carly left, or really the time that I got back from the gym, until uh, she came home. And no joke, I finished like an entire series on Netflix that week. Yep. Because I, I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. You can only just sit there and like, 
bottle change bottle change and mm-hmm. he would just sleep in my arms for that first week and it's like better find something good because <laughs> that's all you're doing I didn't have Netflix streaming back <laughs> oh my when my gosh. first one came because that was a little bit on the cusp of it but he, I mean I found out all about baby wearing blockbuster no um, we did have like the, the disc that came in the mail from Netflix that, that was then yeah. but like I read and I did lay around and watch See, TV for, it might be but, easy for moms to do stuff while they nurse but, but truly yeah like my dad it's like you got the bottle <laughs> my Carly would, would call video chat me uh, from work and I would get frustrated because I was like I can't I can't hold him <laughs> and the bottle and the phone and get us both in the picture you know what moms can do stuff like they're octopuses man <laughs> I guess so I guess so uh, I'm just limited in that way but it is true I mean like it is true like we you you do figure you out figure like out. you figure it out right. like it, and and you do get to watch Netflix or, or read. I read aloud a lot to him, mm-hmm. so I felt like I was, like, doing something. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I also just wore him and did the stuff I wanted to do. Like, we shopped yeah. a ton sure. because I just wore him on me so that no germs were on him, and he was right against my chest, and right. I went shopping constantly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Carly does that a lot, too, on the weekends. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to get out of the house because I've been at work all week. It's like, mm-hmm. sounds good. I've been with him all week. Yeah. Um, and so you just you find a way. And I think ultimately, not that, uh, not that the not that this advice really goes anywhere when it comes time to have a kid, and there's mm-hmm. that that blip of that's a, there's that thought of judgment. Mm-hmm. But but ultimately, as long as the kid is safe and healthy and taken care of, mm-hmm. what does it matter what the process is? Yeah, because it's not the way that you would do it. It doesn't matter. No. It, I mean, when if. Like, we usually get advice from our parents and from our grandparents and from lots and of stuff. The <laughs> yes. But when it comes to, like, our peers, who cares what they do? Right. Who cares what they did? Like, right. we might be able to pick up some things from them and learn from them. But, like, if, if your kid's happy and healthy, it really doesn't matter how you mm-hmm. get there. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's nothing. One of the things that I, that I kind of realized, and then we can shut this episode down, is, you know, um, as a parent, you can't do it all. So mm-hmm. you, you have the mom that uh, that uh, purees and mashes all the baby food and makes it doesn't buy yeah, any pouches. I did that. <laughs> um, you have that mom, and then you have mom that does all of the reading or the, or the parents that do all of this or the parents mm-hmm. do all of that. Me personally, as a coach, we did loads and loads of tummy time and loads of uh, different kind of physical activity because. That's just what's important what to me, do, and I'm, yeah. I'm with him all the time. So when people are like, oh, he's crawling already? Oh, he's sitting up already? And it's like, yeah, man, like that's all we do mm-hmm. all day, because that's what's important to me, and that's what's going to be important yeah. to him. But and, some kids are like, he's reading already? Right, or, right, because yeah. that's what's important to or, them. Or, wow, he eats really well. Yeah, it's just, yeah. It's, you just kind of take it's just what, what you, you do. and what the, the, the parent does, because... You can't do it all. There's no way for me to make all of that food and spend all of that tummy time with him and read to him all the time. Like, you literally just can't do it mm-hmm. all, like, all of it. And so, don't judge We make ourselves crazy trying to. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no way. There's no way. Um, even as a stay-at-home parent, mm-hmm. um, there's no way. It's no. like, um, I was thinking about this today. It's like, if I wanted to really dial in, um, like, how he eats and what he's eating and stuff like that, that in and of itself to do the research and to prep and to do, do all that stuff that in and of itself would be a small part-time job yes and it's like well then what else is, isn't he getting 
it's like okay well he's not we're not going for walks every day like we sometimes mm-hmm. have well yeah this last week is a little bit warm um we're, we're not doing that we're not getting all of the physical activity like he when he's home with me we play if he's awake we're running around he's chasing me i'm chasing him like we're moving and so it's like well then that goes out the window well then he's not getting that and where's that balance it's like mm-hmm. you just can't have it no it's got to be about what's important for you and for your family right. like it, that i think that's true for every for parenting everything. decision yeah. you make you can't be comparing yourself even if they have very similar circumstances to another parent because it's got to be what's unique to your yeah. family and that's what's important about using this comedy because we know yes. in, in therapy that humor is really how we yeah. get people it's, right it's, it's yeah. it is and so when we use this it really helps moms to say all right i get it right. like yes yeah and they see themselves in it mm-hmm. And maybe not in all of them, but in pieces of it. Or, you know, like with working moms, they may see themselves as one of those moms and can find that humor Mm -hmm. and also say, yeah, that experience resonates with me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also getting some permission of like, oh, well, they failed and no one else has talked about. Because let's be real, we all know those moms that are like, oh, that's never happened to me. And it's like, you're you're lying. You're a liar. Bless your heart. (laughs) You're perfect. Um, And so giving that permission, um, and to to some degree, because we feel self-conscious, we believe them. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not true. Of course it happens. Yeah. Um, It happens to everybody. That's what being a parent is. Um, So all that to say, definitely encourage all of our listeners to watch those, even almost like especially if you don't have any kids. So you can get some sort of frame of reference while also yes. being entertained. Yes. Um, because uh, as when, as we're preparing for Calvin to come, you sort of have an idea of what things are going to be like. And I really, really, um, and, and Heather, you know me, like when I get to doing something, like I want to learn yes. all about it. So I sort of have an idea of what things are going to be like, but it never is going to line up to what you imagine. Nope. And so you need some frame of reference. So this is a, an easy, entertaining way to get that frame of reference mm-hmm. if you're you have a new um, mom or you're a uh, soon-to-be mom in your practice uh, or that's a, a parent of a client that you're working with, this may give you um, a, somewhere to be able to, uh, uh, what's the word, uh, recognize what, what they may be going mm-hmm. through. Absolutely. So we'll include all those in the show notes and they're all on Netflix except for Mom So Hard. Mom So that's Hard, on that's on Amazon Prime. Um, so if you guys have any other ones that we missed um, that should be included, shoot us an email. You can email me at gabriel at roanokeadhd.com. And you can email Heather at heatherclifflpc at cox.net. And uh, we'll include them in the show notes and give you a shout-out at the top of the episode so people can catch up on, on yeah. their stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That is it for our postpart on this series. Yay. Even though this was not about postpartum. Even though it wasn't about This is about motherhood. Um, we'll be back next week with a brand new topic. Yes. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.